Two small town girls living in a big city, chasing even bigger dreams. Meet your hosts, Kylie Benami and Sophie Longford. These two high fashion models have discovered that life outside of their hometowns isn't so simple. Talking all things fashion, wellness, fitness, and all of the messy things in between. Welcome to the not so simple life. I love it. Happy Tuesday. We are back again with another episode and another fabulous guest. Today we are joined by the one and only JC Gossett. She is a founding teacher at the class by Taryn Toomey and is one of my favorite fitness instructors that I've ever had the chance to work with. After a successful dance career on stage and in front of the camera, including hosting and producing a project on the Travel Channel called Dance the World, JC immersed herself in an intensive study of various forms of movement. JC has since brought the class by Taryn Toomey method to sold out audiences in New York, Los Angeles, Miami, Toronto, Chicago, Austin, and more. Let's get this show started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Not So Simple Life. We are so pumped about today's guest. JC Gossett is an incredible fitness instructor, and she has so much more to her that you all will find out. But in the meantime, we need to get into this conversation about the class. Sophie tried it for her first time today. I've been hooked for years and it is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've hit a little wall at the moment with finding motivation to work out. I always have these periods where I'm either super into it and I'll do it every morning. And then there's times where I'll go weeks without doing anything. But this morning, Kylie sent me the link to JC's workouts and I am literally just blown away. Five minutes in, I noticed I was like full on smiling. I didn't know what was happening, but it had such a whole body energy shift. I felt so incredible after it and I'm so happy you introduced me. I would have been a bit heartbroken if you didn't love it. Actually, I don't really know anybody who didn't love it, but it's a really complicated class to explain. So I'm glad that she's going to come on here and we'll let her lay it out and tell you guys what goes on in the class and what their goal is as instructors. And she's just going to have so much to share with us today. So we're really pumped. But I know that we recently had an episode where we talked about our workout routines. And we figured before this episode started, we'd get a bit more specific with you guys and tell you some at-home workout apps and videos that Sophie and I have been using a lot lately. We both have like the same body goals. So we both work as models. So it's all about making sure you stay lean and toned, but not bulky. So we love to do John Benton, of course. Melissa Woodhealth is amazing. And some free ones that I like to do on YouTube, I do some of the Pamela Reef ones, which are really good, really challenging. And also yoga Yoga with Cassandra is really nice. It's really gentle. It's a great way to start your morning off. I don't do the YouTube workouts that Sophie was talking about, but I'm obsessed with John Benton and I'm obsessed with the Melissa Wood Health app. The other app that I really enjoy is Megan Roop, the Sculpt Society. It's just a really nice workout for when you're not in the mood to work out. It's like mostly dance cardio and a bunch of toning stuff. So it's just got a good beat, good music, good energy. And it's a workout that I like to do when I 
got to get myself moving and I don't want to move. But the class by Taryn Toomey also has an app and is on demand. And that's where JC does her classes. So, so great because you can just get in there, find your favorite instructor, find your favorite type of workout and just get yourself moving at home. I'm obsessed. I know everyone else who's going to try it. It's going to be obsessed. So anyone who's listening, get onto the app and get your ass moving. Yep. It's a mind body experience. And JC will tell you all about it today. And I think we should just get this episode going. I think so too. Hello, JC. We are so excited to have you. We've got so many great questions for you and we know that you'll have the best answers. So we figured we'd just get on into it. Do you want to maybe start us off with telling us a bit about how you became passionate about movement and how it became your career? My name is JC and I'm a founding teacher at a a method called The Class. And I'm also the VP of experience there. I train teachers and uh, support kind of the the growth of this method around on a global way. And, you know, my whole life movement has been something that I'll often say, like, I feel like has saved my life many, many times. At a very young age, I I didn't have the vocabulary or the words or, or the awareness to understand what movement was doing in the form of my dance class at four years old, but I knew that I felt better. I knew that whenever I came back, I felt better. And even on the days where I didn't feel like dancing, it always ended up leading me back to myself. So that became the thing I just wanted to follow. I didn't you know, understand at the time what was happening, but I just kept seeking it and following it because I just felt so much more like myself right. when I was moving. I took one of your classes this morning for the first time and I was completely blown away. It was incredible. I was so happy that Kylie showed me the ropes, but I didn't understand what it was before I did the class. So for anyone else listening who hasn't yet experienced it, I know it's yeah. kind of hard to explain what is involved in a class. What can someone expect to receive when they're taking a class? With yeah. You? Thanks for taking class this morning. And it's a combination of sculpting and cardio. So from the outside, it it looks like physical fitness. It looks like moves that are um, accessible and we use repetition. So we stay in a movement for a long period of time. So there's no tricky choreography or having to necessarily think about what to do. And then once we begin to put the body in motion in these repetitive exercises, We begin to deepen the breath, slow everything down, and guide our students into a journey to experience themselves of what have they been holding? What's going on for them in their life? What have they been thinking about? And and what is the accumulation of energy that we all experience as humans on a day-to-day basis that gets trapped in our bodies and ends up creating a feeling of disconnection or just kind of, you know, the days where you wake up and you're just like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything today or just the the day-to-day stressors, overwhelmment and uh, tension that, that builds in the body, the heart and the mind found it really emotional. I almost came close to crying. It wasn't a sad cry, but it was just kind of like a release of energy and it felt incredible. I've cried in so many classes, so many in person with like 20 other women, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes bigger. Some of these classes get huge. And I'm happy that you said that, Sophie, that, you know, it wasn't a sad cry because I think, you know, when people hear like, oh, you cry in class or I don't want to cry or we associate sadness and crying and really the release of the water out of the eyes, which has salt in it, which is detoxifying, 
for me and how I, I study it is the release of energy and emotion that's been built up. It doesn't have to mean that you're sad. It's just your body being able to process. I remember being in one of your classes and one of the things that really was so visual for me. You said, guys, let's take a deep breath. What would a deep breath feel like if you were leaving the city right now and you were leaving all your responsibility? Like, take that deep breath. And I remember I was just there. I was so in the moment. And I think it's so beautiful how methodical you guys are in class. And it's obviously very well thought out because from the music to the words y'all speak to the movement you're having us do, it really pulls up so much emotion. How did you guys figure out and decide to put this all together and make this experience? Yeah, so Taryn to me is is the founder of the class and this method was birthed through her after a combination of like many different studies that she was studying as a practitioner, not because she wanted to create something, but because she was doing that on her own path of self-healing. And from the birthing of her two kids to experiencing the loss of one of her, her deep mentors, who is also this amazing woman, Mama Kia, that I got to study with, the work of all of the things that she was studying and these pinnacle moments in her life of grief came together and she started doing the class for herself to be able to process what was happening. And, you know, I think for many of us on this kind of seeking healing path, we begin to see that there aren't a lot of spaces where we can process that way. Like we're not taught about our emotions. We're not taught about, um, expressing our feelings. So when we learn how how to do that safely or find a container that allows you to do that, it's like this, oh my goodness, like, thank you. So through her own process of seeking out places like that, and then also creating that container for herself, it just was like baked into the method and, and became what it is today. Why is it so important to face our emotions? And I heard you say this a lot in the class today. You say, come back to ourselves. And I loved that. But what does it mean? Yeah. So, you know, emotions, there's a a way that it's described as energy in motion. And I think like there's a wonderful book called The Language of Emotions by Carla McLaren that we, we read at the class and also recommend it to our students. And as humans, we we come with emotions. There is a range of emotions. We have an emotional body. And if we didn't, we would be robots. <laughs> we would be computers. <laughs> so if we fundamentally shut off a part of ourselves that is like wired into us, that is informative, our emotions, the energy in motion is that part of our body is gets activated to alert us to something. There's something happening. There's something to pay attention to. And if we shut that off and quiet it and dampen that information, there's fundamentally going to be a disconnect that is, that is going to cause disalignment with heart, mind, and body. So by acknowledging them, starting to get to know them, be our, have them be our friends. There's a unity that can come that brings that holistic, full mind, body, spirit approach. So what gets in the way of us experiencing our emotions and wanting to go into it is because it's uncomfortable. 
we don't want to be uncomfortable. We want to, we don't want to experience frustration or sadness or grief, right? It's like, it's, it's annoying sometimes. It's like, I don't want to deal with this. It's, ugh, I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel these things. And then the mind gets activated and all of that can block us out of processing this energy. So when we say, come back to yourself, it's like, there's a million places you're going to go. I don't want to do this. I want to think about lunch. Why is, why is the instructor telling me to do this? All of these natural things that kind of come up that block us out. But that's not us, right? That is like not true self. So when we say come back, it's like come back to your body. Come back to your heart. It's like meditating almost. And when I explain this to people who have never done your class, I always say it's like a moving meditation I personally have a hard time sitting still for 30 minutes and meditating. I'll do a guided meditation every once in a while, but I am with a boyfriend who does it every single day, morning and night, sits there for an hour, and I'm so fascinated by it. But when I do the class, I feel like I can get in that meditative state. And it's really crazy, especially in person. You have so many people around you. You're doing all of this movement. You've got mirrors in front of you. And you guys really do such a great job of getting us into that state and not thinking about anything going on around us, just being alone almost. Yeah, we... I do use that term too. It's like a, it's a moving meditation. And I'm so happy you said that because I think meditation sometimes for people can feel so inaccessible and like this really hard mountain to climb because they don't want to sit still. It doesn't feel good for them to sit still. And I like opening up this conversation because I really think all of these, these tools they need to work for you. And if sitting doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean meditation is not accessible for you. There's walking meditation. There are five senses meditations. For my husband, surfing is his meditation. So for us, moving in a repetitive way, focusing on your breath and noticing when you leave and coming back is the meditation. And I, I think really at the core of that, when if you are in a seated meditation, we are observing our breath and watching ourselves kind of go into thought and then come back to present moments. How would you explain the actual physical movement that we do in class? So there are many different movements that we do, and uh, some of them are probably what you did in gym class, <laughs> squats push-ups, jumping jacks. Uh, We do a lot of hopping and shaking. So there's a combination of the sculpting moves where we're working the glutes, the inner thighs, the abs, the shoulders, the arms, the back. And it's obviously been a really crazy year. Is there any specific practices you did to calm your mind and not let the stress and anxiety just run all over you? I mean, thankfully, I get to do what I do. I when when COVID happened and everything that started to shift, going to teach my class was became a huge lifeline for me. Taking class, I'm a mover. Moving my body is a way that I find like for self care for myself has to be at the top of my list. I I got a puppy before COVID, and thankfully for her, I take long walks. But what's been I think like a really pinnacle uh, point in this journey of self-care at this time has been the ability to kind of get out of my house when I need to, because if you're working from home, working out from home in your relationship at home, everything is at home. 
just kind of like shifting it, going for a long walk, being able to take a drive, getting out of the city when I can. Well, on the topic of energy, what are some extra little tips you have for someone who just feels like compounded with negative energy? Like for me, I'm very sensitive to bad energy and I'll freak out about staying in a house that feels off and I really panic if I'm in that situation. But what I found helps is burning some paleo center wood and trying to invite back some good energy to my yeah. surroundings. So do you have anything that you do that helps in situations like that? Yeah, I I am very similar to you. Um, I mean, I think I got into all of this in movement but with my sensitivity to energy. So people are now burning like cedar and cinnamon and different types of herbs if they really want to be mindful of where they're coming from. Um, Palo Santo, I learned about that when I was in Peru and more of kind of the reasons why we use it. And I think in these situations, what's important to remember, and this is me talking to myself, is just like you said, we can like get panicked. And then what we do is we feed the fact that that energy controls us and overrides us and coming back to yourself, letting your hands be on your body and knowing like your body is your body. The energy that's going to come in is up to you. You are designing your space. You are in charge of your space. So what that space needs is more of you. You know what I mean? It's kind of like we want to we want to hide from it, but it's a little bit more of like, you know what? I'm going to expand my energy into this space. It is not going to be the controller of me. And then you can shift your surroundings that way. Um, opening the windows, putting on some putting on a positive song, jumping up and down and like just letting it all come out of your body, like all those little shifts where we can we can turn that story into like there's this thing that is that is kind of coming down on me versus flipping it and being like you know what this is my body this is my space even if it's just one room you're in i'm going to expand my energy into this space and take care of myself so jc as someone who has to be very high energy and active in your career is there a specific diet that you follow to keep yourself energized and fed in the right way Really tune into how food makes me feel and what I put in my body. I get my my blood tests regularly to make sure that my vitamin levels are all where they need to be. What I, supplements do you take? Oh my goodness, everything from like D, C, omegas. Um, I take a seed probiotic, uh, a multi. I mean, vitamin D is a big one. My husband's like, I don't even know what he sees he opens the cabin and he's like i don't even know what to do with any of this (laughs) what ends up feeling the best in my body is lots of vegetables as much organic pesticide free foods that i can get non-processed foods lean proteins seafood feels the best for me i'm i'm more of like a, um, a fish gal than lots of red meat and really just kind of listening. There are some days where my body's like, absolutely doesn't feel good to be eating protein. I want more of a vegetable thing. So I think it's more of, of like everybody is different. So can you just tune into how things make you feel and then on a day-to-day basis, like adjust. But the big ones that don't feel good, which I'm sure many of us feel the same way, are processed foods, refined foods, lots of gluten, sugar, dairy. Yeah. What does your morning and nighttime routine look like? Do you have something specific you do every morning or just before you go to bed to like wind down? Yeah. So um, I'm not a morning person and I like to wake up and take my time. (laughs) I like to wake up and not uh, talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> my husband is the opposite. He wakes up and he's like, it's like he never went to sleep. Boom, right there. And I just like to be in my own space as I plan my day and figure out how I want to expend my energy based off of priority and things like this. And then sleep is really important to me. How many hours a night do you get to sleep? In a dream world, it's like eight to 10. I feel the best. Does Definitely doesn't always happen, but not just a physical output, but it's a it's an emotional output. So that recovery time sleep is important. I don't always get it, but when I do, I feel the best. And winding down, I'm showers, baths, lots of water, a walk outside, a, a real change from work mode into now like decompression mode, getting off my phone if I can at least two hours before I go to sleep. I have a humidifier, a molecule, all the things in the bedroom to make it optimal for sleep. I sleep with an eye mask. So I I do everything that I can in my space just to support myself. Um, I think those little rituals, we underestimate how powerful they can be. Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy and expensive, but how can you in your own space, just like set yourself up for what you need as you go to sleep and wake up. I think how we prepare to sleep sets us up for the next morning. Do you have any productivity tips that you've been following since being at home more than Obviously, we all were before COVID. Setting out in the morning and giving yourself a priority list. Here's what I'm going to focus on. These are the top priorities. If I have time, I can get to this. And buffering into your day, I'm going to eat. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to step away from my screen. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to breathe, whatever. And buffering that in, I feel, really enhances productivity. Well, how do you let your body recover since you're obviously moving so much every day and doing so much fitness? Do you ever get like achy or need to take a rest day? Um, I believe in recovery. I think it's really important to rest as much as it is as you're active. And as a teacher of fitness, we don't have uh, seasons, you know? It's not like this is the season that we're working and this is the season that we're resting. It's all year round. So... um, having at least one day, maybe two days where I do nothing like, yeah, take some walks, simple stretching, things like this, but let my, just let my body rest and heal. Um, I haven't had any massages since COVID. So that's like the next thing that I would love to reintroduce, but I was doing that maybe like on a monthly basis, lots of water, tons of water supplements. Do you do Epsom salt baths or anything? Yes, we have a we have a great um, product at the class that's in in uh, collaboration with Persoma Salts, and it's bath salts with a crystal in it. So each package comes with a crystal. You don't know what it is until you pour it into your bath, and then that crystal gets to get activated by the salt and sit in the water. But you can get Epsom salts anywhere. You can put crystals in your in your bath water. You can put uh, rose petals in your bath water. Rose oil, like make it super luxurious. We always like to ask our guests, what is one tip or one piece of advice that you'd love to leave our listeners with? So it can be anything from wellness, business, movement, or just life in general. What is that one piece of advice? This, I love this question. And it's, it's always so hard because it's like, oh, just one. There's just one. I feel that taking the time to get to know yourself, like fostering your relationship with yourself is the basis that everything is formed on. So 
you know, know yourself, like understanding what our thoughts are, where we get in our own way, what stories we tell, what our what our relationship with our self-worth is. Do we feel we're of value? Like knowing yourself and your beliefs of yourself with yourself are going to be the thing that creates everything around you. So I would just say like prioritize getting to know yourself, your relationship with yourself. I feel like we're at an amazing moment where where the conversations around mental health and therapy and all these healing modalities are are at a place where it's welcomed, it's encouraged, it's celebrated, like do it. Totally. I love that. I think this has been a year for all of us to just kind of, like I said earlier, reset and come back to ourselves. And we all have a little bit more time on our hands in one way or another. And I think it's just a really important time to spend some time alone and do those things to figure out who you are and what you want in life. I love that so much. JC, do you want to let us know your social media handles, your websites, where we could download the class by Taryn Toomey to see you teach all of those exciting things? Yes, I would love for everyone listening to join us at the class. I would love for you to take class, take class with me, take class with one of our our many amazing instructors. You can go to theclass.com. We have a digital studio and uh, a two-week free trial. So you can try out the class, see how you like it. All of our teachers now are doing class workshops, whether it's a little bit shorter. It's like an hour, hour and a half of class with a new modality. So there's uh, an abundant supply of ways to move with us. You can join us on Instagram at the class. My name and Instagram is JC Gossett. I would love to connect with you. I'm, I'm good about answering my messages. And if you end up joining our digital platform, we'd love to invite you to join our digital Facebook group at the class. Well, thank you so much, JC. I'm so glad that Kylie introduced us and I'm so excited to take more classes and have more of the experience and thank you so much for coming on here today thank you thanks for inviting me and thanks for your support at the class and it really means the world that it resonates with you and that you feel passionate about sharing it with your viewers and hopefully it it serves you in whatever way it needs to hopefully we'll see you in class soon so you've reached the part of the episode where we answer two questions sent in from our listeners and The first question we have today is, who is your dream guest that you would love to have on your podcast? So I I would love to get medical medium on here. I think that could be super interesting. I'd love to pick his brain and try to understand more about what it is he does and how he has this like psychic ability to be able to diagnose people and help them heal. I think it's really fascinating. So yeah, I'd probably reach out to him. That sounds good to me. Medical medium, hit us up. So mine's a bit more far-fetched. Medical medium's amazing, but mine's like, like I said, far-fetched. Um, dream guest is Oprah. I would be able to die happy if Oprah came on this show. I have been a big fan of her podcast, Super Soul, and I just think she's seriously such an incredible person. She's got the best energy. She's met the most incredible people in the world. She's a true gem. So for me, Oprah. So then the second question that we got is, do you have a favorite quote that you live by? I love this. I saw this in the list of questions and wanted to do it right away. My favorite quote is, always leave people better than you found them. So I don't know 
who it's by, but I just think it's so beautiful. No matter who you're seeing, no matter how their day's going, just leave them feeling better than you found them. Leave them with something positive in their head, but happier than the way they were before you met them. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. Favorite quote for me? Um, I don't know. I say this a lot. The only person stopping you from doing something is you. I like to tell people that and I also tell myself that when I feel like I can't achieve something because it always reminds me of actually yes you can so why would you let you stop yourself from doing something that you want to do? Get out of your own way. <laughs> I was so bad please never. That's not getting edited out. I was thinking of that U2 song. I know I can't sing but now with the microphone in front of my face and everything it just seemed oh, way too confident. serious and way too much. <laughs> Well, anyways, get out of your own way is what I was trying to say. Anyways, thank you guys for submitting these questions for us to answer on the episode. We always get so excited to get to this segment. Please submit some more and hopefully we will answer one of yours next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. This is so much fun for us and we hope you guys are enjoying the episodes just as much as we're enjoying making them. Please, please, please subscribe, rate us, and give us a review if you can. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at the Not So Simple Life Podcast. We're always on there. We're always chatting with you guys. So feel free to reach out with any questions you might have, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday.